Scott Landers on the ATR podcast from atradersrope.com. It's a journey, not a destination. T-minus 20 seconds. Discussions on trading, investing, education, psychology, money management, rant. Welcome to another episode of the ATR cast. Home of the no rules, no trade. T-minus 5 seconds. Are you ready for action? The ATR Podcast starts now. Hey guys, alright, so I'm looking at the charts this morning from the opening bell, and something between that and a bunch of different feeds I get on social media have crossed my mind that we gotta discuss for a minute, okay? Um, so I get this feed from somebody I know is a respected trader run money, really good at what he does, and he talks about the ideal indicator, the ideal trading system must have this if you trade this particular way. And I have no argument with what they're suggesting, but I also know that, and he would agree, that trading's a personality thing. If you don't understand something, listen close to what I'm about to tell you, because this is really a big deal. I run this all the time with traders. Who, who chase the you know shiny object syndrome and everything else. My personal frustration, and I'm saying this because I'm concerned for you guys and your success, that pick something, stick with it. If I had to teach you where I would have you focus more of your energy on, it is risk management than it is the system you're going to use. I have seen way too many systems in my career that are all valid, all have value, all can produce, where usually the breakdown of failure is, is in the money management aspect of it, statistically speaking. Um, and it, so it's a real frustration for Scott it, it, when I talk to you guys, because I see this stuff, the behavior, and I'm like, well, what you have works. No, it doesn't. Well, I back tested. Well, how did you back test? The other thing, let me let me segue for a second to back testing and forward testing and this ideology of where things are going to be, et cetera, et cetera, and so on. If you go look at a long-term chart of Apple, I've done this numerous times, okay, with traders. If you go look at a long-term chart of Apple, if you think Apple is going to wash, rinse, and repeat in the next five years or ten years, what it's just done in the past fifteen you've lost your mind because the base structure doesn't support the logic. It's a fact, it's not my opinion, it's a mathematical fact of what it would take. You have to realize how long the stock base for. Here's another one, go look at Amazon, go look at a monthly chart, go look at what it based for what, I don't know how many years, a decade? I'm not looking at charts because I'm driving at the moment. You know how frustrating that is? You want Amazon to go from where it is to where it is, from where it was to where it is now? Do you know how many years it's gonna take to get there? I probably will be a lot older than I am now, like a whole lot older, like I may not be living. It's not my opinion of what it would take. I mean, I, it's gonna have to find a way to base out and reconstruct. So when you forward test your logic, from what point are you forward testing your logic or back testing it from? There is a certain assumption here that everything acts and rushes repeat. I'm a big believer in pattern recognition, guys. I am probably off the, the bell curve tail there on my belief system in it. But I'm trying to explain to you as crystal clear as I can, you need to understand this when you buy off on, well, they forward back to us it. 
Okay, how many losing trades? I built a system one time, it had three winning trades out of three trades. Never lost a trade. It traded three times in 10 years. Are you gonna put all your eggs in one basket on that trade? I highly doubt it. What happens if another 9-11 occurs? What happens if the Fed does something uncharacteristic? What happens if, who knows what? Your dog ate your homework. It's, to make money in the markets, guessing it never loses, is not where the big traders make their money. Some of the top traders in the world win at 40%. Hedge funds, 20% of the time. Their long-term return, it, it's, the requirement is not the win ratio. It's to, manage the, it's to manage the loss right out of the gate, to manage the risk, not the loss, but manage the risks available if it turns into a loss, to turn into a greater loss. Number of people I've watched take a winning trade and turn it into a loser, oh my gosh. I can give you story after story with this. Some of them done literally in real time with the trader. Most expensive one I ever witnessed personally um, in real time was a about a $2.2 million loss, all factored together. Long story, another day, I'm giving you the extreme number um, as opposed to the breakdown numbers, but it is, both are legit, they are reality. Um, and it was for fun, it, it's very frustrating for me, especially when I'm literally doing anything but raking my teeth across a chalkboard to get them to pay attention. So let's go back to the shiny object syndrome. Look, the thing that you need to focus on is having something that is a, what I consider a complete system. You are a trend trader, you're gonna buy trends. You're gonna know where your risk is when you get out. You're gonna know where you're trying to get to with it, and you're gonna have methodologies in place. You're going to manage the trade through the logic. Okay, I'm real bare bones. I have a course called the ACR College with the ACR model built into it, and it literally discusses this. I'm not trying to pitch my site. I'm trying to tell you what I'm talking about is what I preach and what I teach. <clears throat> so when I step back and I see these the speed of information of there's nothing that can beat this depends if your personality can do what they're suggesting. I've known traders who trade professionals who trade stochastics. I know traders just trade, trade price and, and volume. I, I, I could give you what makes the world of investing and trading so much fun. Everybody's got different personalities unique to them as anybody else. I've known two traders in the same firm that had the exact same system but they both had their own nuances to it, how they want to trade. You know why? Because it's what fits their personality. Not because Scott or somebody else in the world of investing or trading said you have to trade this way. This is not what we're trying to do, boys and girls. This is not the name of the game. It's not the solution to the problem. So if I sound slightly elevated, emphatic, you know, energized, motivated, it's because I see stuff like this and I get traders who are investors regardless, who think they can go make a hill in the market, and you can. But if you're not disciplined, the market will whip you or destroy you over the fact that you're not disciplined. It will either reward you for it or it will punish you for your lack of it. Now, people say, oh, I got lucky. I traded Bitcoin. I bought at this level and I got out at this level. Or, hey, I traded Bitcoin. I didn't have a stop loss. I bought it at 20,000. It now sits at whatever, 6,000, whatever the numbers are. I've got friends in my industry who will not educate on Bitcoin. You know why? 
they're scared of the lawsuits coming one day where the government goes after everybody associated with Bitcoin. It doesn't matter who you are or what you are, education, the broker industry, the individuals who traded it the whole nine yards. I'm like, well, that's excessive and extreme. You'd be, there's no telling what you'd be going after. It would be ridiculous. Anyway, at least in my opinion, it may not be. You never know. Um, I mean, they may consider it a Ponzi scheme for it, but I, I don't know. It's not my area of expertise. It's not Bitcoin, guys, and I will tell you that flat out. Shiny object syndrome. <clears throat> Find something that works for you, stick with it, and let's go. It's really, in my belief, opinion, that that's the smartest thing to do. If you will manage, you'll put your time and energy into the risk management aspect, because I promise you, I have had dealt with built designed worked from witnessed systems that do quite well for some duration of time and then they go into a you know it's a slug fest to do anything productive and it's because of market conditions i have friends of mine that have systems do the exact same thing not necessarily the same time frames as the ones i'm talking about but different cycles different situations i have become a big advocate you know, it's not like I originated the thought of diversification, don't throw your eggs in one basket. I have become a true believer in that concept, even though it may mean the risk of not making as much as you ideally wanted or wished for. What I will share with you is this. If you can diversify the risk in anything you do, it's a big deal. So don't just have one stream of income in your lifetime. Have multiple streams of income in your lifetime. Um, I don't mean multiple, no, multiple streams. I mean, you could have three things going right now, okay? Um, my research project is, is just that. It's another story, another time. But on top of everything else I'm already doing, it's the, the world of the trading, investing, and education that goes along with it. You know why? Because number one, it gets me to goals faster. Number two, it takes stress off. Just like if you're in a high stress, and this is the reason I tell people this, why would you do that? Why not do that? Because you eliminate the variable of certain stressors in your life if you do things a certain way. What do you mean by that, Scott? Give me a real world example as an investor or trader, okay? Let's try this on. You ready? You, as an investor or trader, are going to put $10,000 to a trade, but it's a highly speculative trade. All of a sudden, you start to sweat the decision. It's working for you. You know what you do? reduce the overall dollars invested in it. Well, why? Because you're eliminating stress from you, because your size is too big for you to be comfortable to handle. People don't understand the power of a dollar. Well, everybody gets that, Scott. They might get it, but the power of the dollar is a much bigger thing than you realize and you probably comprehend when it comes to your trading. Um, please, please consider Okay, please consider adjusting the risk you have in your trades based off dollar amounts. Go to fixed dollar amount investments if that helps you. You'd be amazed when I'm like, cause, so here's a simple question I asked her one time. I said, look, um, would you, if I, if, very good. Hey guys, you know what? You're gonna have 300 shares of this stock. Are you okay losing uh, $100, for instance? Oh, yes, I don't mind. I can handle 100 Okay, how about 200 Well, I can handle losing 200 Are you sure? Okay, well, what about $500? About $5,000, right? Regardless of the size 
the point is how much what what point do do I bend your arm behind your back and you scream uncle? I I couldn't risk five thousand dollars for trade Scott. That's you know let's assume it's a fifty thousand dollar position. I can handle a few hundred, I can't handle five thousand, I can't handle ten percent of the portfolio, I can't handle you do a percent. I'm indifferent, but most people have a dollar amount in their head that where they get uncomfortable. And that's my question to you is where is your uncle point? Find your uncle point today. Because once you figure that out, if you won't broach that, you're fine. You can adjust for risk this way. I, I could spend hours on this topic. You can build out a basic spreadsheet that does it. There's plenty of free information on trade management, risk management, money management, guys. I'm not the originator of this thought. I've had to learn it. And it's probably one of the hardest lessons I learned early on in my career. Um, I had a lot of really good um, trades, but I did things that I would never teach in the modern world of trading now. Um, realize markets has also changed over the years from fractions to decimals I've lived through. that. There's just different things the way the New York exchange tends to trade and behave versus others. It's just little things like that. In this day and age, you, you with computers and AI coming on board, um, just the quant, the level things are at, things become somewhat predictable, but they also become much more finite that you've got to be a little more focused on how you're trying to pull things off. The ultimate solution is to get your money management in order. I cannot, I cannot preach this enough. As I will say at the beginning of this, repeating one more time, there are plenty of ways to trade the market, guys. There are plenty of systems to trade the market with and that will give you success. But if you do not manage the monetary aspect of it, you're going to truly struggle to get to the level you're supposed to get to. Is the, the clearest way I know to say this right now. Okay, I mean truly, it's, and I hate to say that out loud, but then again I don't, because that's what you're here to hear for, or you're here listening to me for. Um, bear with me. All right guys, so. Let's think about what else needs to happen in your careers. Why as a trader or an investor, because to me it's all the same. In fact, let's just, let's just have this conversation real quick. What's the difference between a trader and an investor? Well, by the law, an investor is gonna hold something for a year or longer. That is the definition of, guess what, an investor according to, um, I guess, FASB and the IRS and the way it's all viewed, okay? Um, to me, it's probably a little more generic answer. It is the duration of time you're going to hold something. I get there's a textbook answer to this, but really and truly it is just that. It's the duration which you're holding something. I have, I mean, here's what I find interesting. If you got in Tilray, T-L-T-L-R-Y, right, which has just gone bonkers. I think it's a pot stock, forgive me. I really don't remember. I just know it's been moving like crazy lately. If you were in Tilray and you're an investor, you bought as an investor, okay, quote unquote, and it's gone up 100 points 
in three months since you bought it. Just use that number right now. I don't know if it's accurate or not. Assume it is. Are you going to hold it for the next nine months on the hope that it goes up whatever? But that's what most people do. Oh, if it's done this much, understand, guys, it's going to hit threshold where it will not continue to accelerate. In fact, there are certain laws of physics that apply in geometry that show up on a chart that you can't overcome. I don't care who you are in the face of the earth, you will not overcome it. And if you do, it will be for a blip. And then you're going, well, why did it crash back down? Why did it pull back so hard? I don't understand, Scott, but it was doing great. Look, here's a refresh reminder. If you're old enough to remember the dot-com bubble, cheers to you. This is not that point where I say, hold my beer and watch, by the way, and see if it can keep going. It's, and I'm not being negative on Tilly right now. Please understand that I'm not looking at a chart. I'm not analyzing. I'm trying to get a certain reality and fixed in your head of the way things are and the way things work. I've stated more times than I can shake a stick at. I'm the one that originated the concept, or at least the way I have to explain it. You can't trade less on the chart. So what does that mean? easy. You can only go up, down, or sideways. We all know that. Or if you don't know that, it's time you started to recognize that. You can only go up, down, or sideways. True? You can only trade to the right on the screen. You can't go left. So if the price bar on Monday went from 50 to 51, on Tuesday it went from 51 to 52, on Wednesday 52 to 53, you're not going to print a bar that is stair-stepping back to the left. It will only stair-step to the right. Up one, over one, just to keep a simple stair-step analogy. When you go upstairs, they don't reverse on you and go back the other direction while you're going up. If so, they go over your head and you would get stuck. It's price and time for a reason. And I will continue to beat you guys black and blue if you will allow me to, I'm joking, about using time. It is the single most overlooked, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. It's the single most overlooked item in the trading and investing world. And true pro traders will tell you who uses it and who doesn't, meaning if they do or they don't. And some of the ones I have studied in my lifetime of over 30 years of doing this, the one little hint that they would always throw out that it seems like their peer group wasn't doing, and they even challenged, the challenge was this. Call if you know a trading desk, call up the trading desk, become good friends somebody on the trading desk, right? And ask them how many of their clients use a time stop. How many use a time stop? I would venture to say, and again, I don't know the statistics, but knowing traders I work with, and professionals and hedge funds and all that, I'd be willing to bet, I think I'm being very generous with this number, I would say 3% use it. Reality is probably close to less than 1% of all investments take advantage of that, whether it's endowments or otherwise. I just, I may be wrong, I would love to see some statistical data on it, maybe I should do some researching and see if I can't find out. I know the number is going to shift. I also know the time horizon in which things are held has diminished massively over the decades. I've seen the data on that as well. I know I'm giving you guys a lot to chew on in this episode. But when you've done this for 
30 plus years, you tend to come across a lot of valuable little tidbits, kind of like inside baseball, if you understand that term. Um, it's one thing as a kid to step up to play, grab a bat and swing it or a golf club, whatever. I am no Tiger Woods, okay? I'm no um, Charles Barkley. I am not Dale Jr. in NASCAR. I don't pretend or begin to understand all the inside things that these professionals understand about their craft and how they got to where they got to. You know why? Because I haven't studied for 30 years. What I have studied is the markets. Cut my teeth on the journal back in 13. I kept looking at the top of the front page. There's always a little picture of a Dow Industrial Average and a little chart. I'm like, hmm. And for some reason, it piqued my interest. That eventually led to chart books, value line investing, the whole nine yards. By the way, this predates the computer being in existence other than, you know, a TRS-80 or uh, you know, the early version of a Mac or a Lisa. For those of you old enough to remember what those are, um, the Trash 80, as some people call it, the 80. Um, and then Hugh, I guess the HP had their little whatever. Anyway, it's amazing where we've come and where we were. Realize, for those of you who are a lot younger, it took all these, all these before us to blaze trails to get things to where they are. So my kids make a lot of assumptions about I have three of them, by the way, that I adore and love, but they don't understand <laughs> how it used to be. Um, I thought it was bad when I was a kid, how they used to have it, and now I'm just like, wow, y'all have it really good. We have technology, guys, that kings, princes, and queens never dreamed of. I mean, it, we have come a long way in society when, in the palm of your hand right now, you're holding something that has... The ability to connect with anybody in the world, no matter where they are in the world, find out what's going on the latest hurricane or the latest geopolitical news, where somebody can stream to you during the Arab Spring real pictures versus what the news media wants you to see. It is an amazing world we live in. It also creates a lot of headaches, guys. So, you know, I get on rants, and when I have, I have a dedicated classroom I've always done live in the market or I used to. I got away from it for a little bit of time to handle personal tragedy in my life uh, a few years ago. I had to. And so um, eventually I'll start that back up. But people would call it rants. I've done these for well over probably a decade in the live form. And something just hit me and I go to rant. This is kind of like what that is, except this is not near as severe as my rants get. Um, I mean, I'm going to challenge you back to something else I said. I know I'm kind of all over, but I'm going to wrap this up here shortly. Seriously consider pulling up Nick Saban um, post-game discussions. Um, please consider putting in place a system that allows you to track you're trading in a journalized format, please get your money management order. You guys are not having, I said this respectfully, please don't take this the wrong intent. I'm not asking for a dime of your money, but the, the, the sage advice I am trying to pass along to you is the stuff I see that makes a difference for traders. And what I want to do is try to help as many of traders or investors, depending on who you are, regardless of what style you are, get to what you dream of getting. If it's financial freedom, if it's just you want the 
explore this industry, whatever it is that you're looking to provide for your church family in a way you never dreamed possible, whatever it is, wherever you're trying to get to, let's stay focused on those ideas and keep you focused on objectives. To me, this is not another original thought, but I subscribe to it because it's worked in my life and I've seen it work in others. He set a goal, right? Set the goal, write it down. Work on it, review it every single day. I know this is so cliche, but it's true because it works. As I say, I heard Tom says many times, what you focus on is where you tend to get results in, better or for worse, but that's where your energy tends to flow, and I'm a big believer. It's amazing what will come out of something when you can take massive action, as he calls it. I'm a big proponent of that idea. Um, I have literally um, immersed myself in the past few weeks into a project that's going on that's gonna be happening soon. And so, until I made the commitment, the finance, I said the financial time, not the financial time, it wasn't a financial commitment, it was just a sheer volume time commitment to make things happen for this. Now all of a sudden, all the pieces are coming together. So, I, I'm gonna keep pushing you in directions I'm gonna ask you to explore things. I'm gonna ask you questions. I'm gonna ask you to answer the questions. Um, I think it's to your best benefit to try to answer them. Because once I ask you the question, your brain is gonna say, hey, uh, you know, what do I think about this? If I ask you, and I'm not asking you this directly, but I be willing to bet right now, you probably, if you follow the media world, what's going on, sports and the whole national anthem thing, I bet you have an opinion about Nike. And I don't want to know it. <laughs> Whether I agree or disagree or not, I don't want to know. It's not what I'm asking. But I bet you have an opinion on it. I bet you have an opinion on Hurricane, is it Florence? It's about to hit the East Coast. Mine is, my prayers are going to those people who are trying to evacuate their animals and their loved ones and that, you know, the way that thing's going to come in there and hit. So, um, we all have opinions, guys. In the market, if you don't have a system in place and you just say, I'll figure it out on the fly, the market is going to exploit you. It's going to whip you and rip you apart. I've seen it time and time and time again. The people I see that have systematic approaches, this isn't complicated. It means I have a five-step recipe that says, hey, I'm going to stay in this trade so long as this happens. If this happens, I'm going to get out of the trade. There is some logic. There's some method of madness. So when things go wrong, and that way they can measure. And what works, they do more of. What's not working, they're able to analyze, they do less of. What a concept. It's not rocket science. That's my whole frustration for people. This is not rocket science. Don't treat it as, as, if, it, as if it is because it's not. If it were... I wouldn't be in this industry all these years later because I'm not a rocket scientist. I've worked with some who are programmers, but other than that, and by the way, they're not traders. They're developers, designers, creators of, of taking math and code and, and, and the logic behind it and piecing together so I have something to work with. They don't like to trade. Everybody has what they love to do. There are people who are quarterbacks. There are people who are tight ends. There are people who are um, catchers or pitchers. Everybody has a God-given talent. Do what you do really well and do a lot more of it. There are things I'm really bad at, guys. Really bad at. The things I do really well, 
I'm going to do a lot of. You know why? Because that's what God intended for me to do. Um, I say it respectfully for your own spiritual beliefs, but that's how I tend to tend to believe and roll and go. So with that, I know I beat you up for almost 30 minutes with different things. I know it's a lot, but welcome to the nature of uh, the ATR podcast. Sometimes I'll go on different tangents. Hopefully you learned something. Even if you pick up one morsel or one pearl from this that helps feed your brain or gives you a breakthrough, then I'm happy. If I can ever be assistance, you know how to get me, scott.trevisrobe.com. Please don't hesitate. Always feel free to subscribe to the ATR Freeze newsletter if you're interested in that. It's on the home website as well. Um, always looking for input on the podcast. If you want a particular area discussed, I will do my best to discuss it. It's hard to do the podcast sometimes because I always want to have charts, and I don't always have that luxury, obviously, because this is audio. So I'm trying to do my best to describe and explain things without the help of a chart. All right, guys, with that, um, I bid you a wonderful day. Enjoy what's left of the market trading time, and we will catch up later. Thanks.